0: Welcome to Notes from the North with Kyle and Sam. Welcome back to Notes from the North, your go-to Minnesota Vikings podcast. Before we get started, we want to offer thanks to purpleptsd.com and vikingsterritory.com for giving us a chance to post our podcast over there. sure to check out great Vikings coverage over at purpleptsd.com and vikingsterritory.com.
1: Really crisp there, Sam.
0: Yeah, really that's nice. it. That's the one. That's I, the one. I will not do this live ever again. It's and of course done. you do it after we lose. Season's done and all of a sudden you start nailing it. I was going to say, at least I came in clutch. Yeah, um, there you go. Wow, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, uh, let's get into it. Um, yep. I, you know what? I After a game like that and the ramifications of what comes out of a game like that, I sit there and I'm kind of like, I don't know where to go or what to talk about in in some ways. I think it's important to talk about yesterday and to focus on that game rather than I think there's lots of conversations I see floating around about who needs to be restructured, who needs to be cut, who needs to be traded, who needs to be fired. Um, So I just want to give you the floor a little bit in terms of where are you at coming out of yesterday? Because I think – Safe to say, just a really disappointing way to end what's been a remarkable season. Um, yeah. But I, I want to leave, let you lead in terms of just how you're, how you're processing what, what happened yesterday.
1: Uh, you know, if I wanted to be as positive as possible, I would say, golly, TJ Hawkinson looked good. And the reason why that's so important is you could say, okay, moving forward. You get this young, you know, boy wonder at head coach, also offensive coordinator in a sense, in, insofar as he's the architect of the offensive scheme and calls the plays. And so you get that guy at head coach, Mr. O'Connell. You feel okay about that guy. And then you got TJ Hawkinson at tight ends, who was really sensational yesterday, just 10 out of 10. He was probably the best offensive player yesterday. Uh, and so you throw in Hawkinson and Jefferson, and Darisaw together. And you've now got a legit number one target, a legit number two target, and a legit left tackle um, to kind of build your offense around forward. And so that to me is reason for, and I'm not, that's obviously just like a way oversimplified, but in a sense, you kind of say, you know, okay, there's real potential here for success and growth moving forward. Um, Minnesota is going to be kind of an interesting offense. And obviously, you know, it's not like it's not like O'Neal's done. You know, he's going to get better hopefully here soon, soon enough. And then Cousins is still, um, you know, playing reasonably well and so on. So I know we're going to talk about that final play. But overall, he had a really nice game, I thought. Um, the defense was just so disappointing. And I guess I don't know. I kept waiting for them to actually figure it out. And to be good. And instead, they were not ever. You know what I mean? Like, apart from, like, week one and week 18, and can you even count week 18, given it was the Bears and the third-string quarterback, second-string quarterback. Like, there are good players on that defense. Um, Proud veterans who have done a lot in their careers. And uh, defense is bad, straight up. Right? like I think they allowed 431 yards yesterday, I believe, Sam. Um, I don't know the number immediately in front of me right now, but I think it was 431. They allowed 31 points. The Giants possessed the ball for more than 33 minutes. You know, there's a, that one drive in particular, I believe, went for more than 11. I mean, they could just not stop. And you were talking about before the podcast, Sam, you're saying, um, you know, like everyone else, you said, man, Daniel Jones created some problems with his legs. And it's like, yeah, but we freaking knew that'd be an issue. You know what I mean? Like we knew that was a problem. Um and there really wasn't a ton to mitigate it, was there? And so uh it's hard not to step away and feel a you know, pretty good sense of disappointment. Um truth be told, and, and this isn't meant to be a a, a a bitter Vikings thing. I don't think the Giants are that great of a team, frankly. Um they're, but they deserved the win yesterday. I can tell you that for damn sure. They were a lot better than the Vikings yesterday. And so they deserve to go forward. I'd be surprised if they go deep. I don't think they're there yet kind of thing. Um, but it's a bit of a reality check for the Vikings. Uh, there needs to be a real, real strong sense of urgency in the offseason when it comes to uh, improvement. And you can't just kind of sit on your heels and say, we're 13-4. We're pretty darn good. Um, that would be a misguided approach, I would say. But I, like yourself, before we get too far down that path, you really should be more focused on this game. So, after I've had my uh, my soliloquy here, maybe I can ask you, Sam. I mean, when you look at the game, I just droned on like a maniac. Um, I don't know. What do you? What do you? Do you have one or two kind of main points, or are you just thinking about that final cousins play? Like your
0: yeah, I, I think. Um... There's nothing that saw yesterday that was different than what you've seen all season long. Uh, right. There wasn't, it's like the, right. the problems that have been there this season were the problems that were there yesterday. Um, right. And it makes a lot of sense. Cause it's like, why would anything change? Uh, I guess since one way, the, the positive is that, you know, like it's very clear what the issues are. Uh, yeah how to fix them is a little bit of a bigger challenge but like you said like there was just there really wasn't a whole lot of answer to in particular Daniel Jones and running the ball and you talked about that drive yeah there was that that drive for 10 minutes and 52 seconds uh that True. basically took yeah. up the entire second quarter uh like yeah it was just sitting there and I think uh 20 20 plays uh wow it was just I was just like are the, are the Vikings ever going to get the ball back? Uh, yeah, seriously. And yeah. and the fact that they held into a field goal was like a small win. Uh, but still, it was just like, we got to figure out some type of solution for what to do or just something different. And again, I I uh, Daniel Jones, I think we talked about it last week, uh, is an above average quarterback uh, in terms of running the ball. And he made it look very easy yesterday. So um, easy. But but you said like I don't think that there was a better matchup in a sense for the Vikings in the playoffs for like a team that they would have played against. Like I think the Giants. We've said every scene that makes the playoffs is a good team, but the Giants was one of those games you look at. You know, beat them earlier in the season. Yeah. It, like- it's it's a game that the Vikings as a thirteen and four team should win, and they didn't. And they just weren't quite good enough yesterday. Um, yep, and it, it comes down, I think, I it doesn't come down to single plays, and I think there are certainly plays that that people will focus on. Um, mm-hmm. you you mentioned the Kirk Cousins, the, the last offensive play, uh, um, yeah, the throw to TJ Hawkinson, fourth uh, and eight, fourth and eight, yep. short of short of the fourth down marker. Yep. Um, I, I think. I know you mentioned that there was some rationale explained for that, both from cousins and from uh, the coaching staff. Yeah, but um, I just, it just felt like such a crappy way to end what's been a really fun season to to end on a play for it to go down like that. Like you know what, if you bomb it down to Jefferson uh, and he drops the ball, it's like okay, you know what, you took your shot, but exactly that it's like exactly what a crappy way to end what's been such a fun season
1: gold middle game olympics we're down to the shootout sam is out there you know he's got the puck on a stick you know marches down towards the goal he doesn't even get a shot off as he's stick handling you know the puck flutters away he doesn't even get a shot off that's what that felt like and you're like at least get a shot on goal at least heave it down towards Jefferson or whoever, you know, think Buffalo, right? You know, fourth and 18 or whatever it was. And, you know, Jefferson is freaking covered. And you heave the ball up and the dude throws his arm up, comes down with it. And so, um, yeah, after the game, O'Connell said, you know, that was not the intention of that play, was not to throw a short of the sticks. You got, I believe you got four men uh, working their way down the field, three of whom, are beyond the sticks, and uh, the one, Hawkinson, is um, short of sticks. And, you know, in a lot of ways, that's fine. I mean, you want to – oftentimes, you want to space out your routes a little bit and, and demand some attention, you know, in different spots. And so, with Hawkinson going short, could hopefully keep a defender or two in the short area of the field and hopefully open more room down the field. Um, Cousins apparently felt like the pocket was collapsing in on him didn't want to take a sack. Uh, wanted to get the ball in play. You know, worst case scenario is to take a sack. Uh, wanted to get the ball in play at the very least at C. Um, He Didn't love, you know, Jefferson was the first read. Apparently he didn't love the way it looked. And uh, Hawkinson's when he ended up going to. Um, which to me just feels like in a season where he overcame so many of those moments. And, you know, what's the Chris of Kirk Cousins? Good quarterback. Even at times a really good quarterback, but he wilts into the pressure and he doesn't elevate and he can't actually be, you know, the engine that, you know, drives this team, you know, up Mount Lombardi to get that Super Bowl trophy kind of thing. And uh, eight times this regular season, eight friggin' times, more, more than half of your 13 wins. He was the dude who overcame and stepped up. And here now in the playoffs, this is your first one score loss of the year. And here now in the playoffs, uh, he was – what people will say would be just like a full-blown Kirk Cousins moment is is what people will say about this, of just like thinking the coverage was too tight down the field, feeling a little bit of pressure, and so throws a short of the sticks. season's over. You know what I mean? Like it's just unbelievably bad decision in that moment. Um, I don't know the first thing about playing quarterback in any league let alone the nfl but i would think sam and i don't know about you have i'm there um i gotta give my guy a chance down the field no matter no, no matter no matter no matter what like i don't freaking care if and I, i'm a, and then again this is my philosophy not everyone's gonna believe this but like i'm gonna believe you live and die by your studs who, who is your stud justin jefferson is he's it like he is the dude um if I gotta force it to him, damn it, I'm for it. And I mean, may, maybe it's like he's triple covered, and okay, then I'm going to KJ or or a few. But uh, to throw it to Hawkins in there in that moment to me is unbelievable. Uh, in a in a negative sense. Um, so that and then like there was. That that was the season, right? And then we're sitting there watching, and all of us are saying, "If you don't get a first down here, the season's freaking done." And then to pick up just a few yards there is. Oh, the jumpings! I mean, when you see that throw, and then you see Hawkinson's wrapped up, you're thinking, "I mean, what what are you thinking when you watch that?"
0: Yeah, it, it's like I think the you mentioned so many factors of why it is disappointing. I, I guess like it's like well, Hawkinson has broken some tackles, so like maybe there's a little yeah. bit of hope, but it was just like you just it's it's not a situation where you know you're going to have any chance of getting the ball back, right? You're out of timeouts. It, exactly, less than two minutes. There's nothing like there. Have, you like there is no. This hope. is like, it. Like yep. there's no. There's not even like a chance. It feels like of a fumble. Like like they're no, they're taking me. Yeah. The like they're they are. This is your last shot. Yep. Uh, yep. And so I think again, Kirk Cousins was under pressure a ton yesterday. Actually, I saw, uh, yeah, times tweeted out uh, late last night that. Cousins was actually under pressure on 49% of his dropbacks um, yeah. compared yeah. to Daniel Jones, who was, was 16%. And, and yeah. Cousins stood in the pocket and made some really hard throws yesterday. And like all he was, game he did. Like, all game. All game. And so that's yeah. why I think it, I think that almost adds to why it's so disappointing for what happened in that exactly. final play. Like it's he like he did it all season, all game, and then in that moment. And, and and I think the the challenge you talked about, like there's a reputation here for cousins, and it's like I I saw just I I I have to admit I go to Twitter sometimes just to get a little bit of a pulse and a sense of where people yeah. are at, and I think for a lot of people yesterday would have been one of the first games they watched of the Vikings um, from a larger audience or or more general yeah. fan base. Like there's you just because you're the only football game on, people are going to be paying attention. It's the playoffs, and it's like. I saw a lot of, oh, Kirk's going to Kirk. And it's like, he just, he did it all season, even all game. And you've got the one play and it's not, again, we're not sitting here and like, there's no guarantee that they even, if they get that first down that they score, but it's like, you just want a chance. Uh, Give me a, put me a, put a shot on that. Just, just throw it down. Like you saw, like, it wasn't like, like cousins, he bombed that one to Jefferson down uh, at one point. Uh, In the game, I think it was in the third quarter. uh, And Mm -hmm. like, it it wasn't a great um, decision. Uh, Jefferson had to turn into a defender. But yeah, I was like, okay, like, you know what? Why not? Right. I've seen it so many times this season. You, you, uh, do it, but it just, it really feels like, um, I think one of the disappointing pieces is that Jefferson in the last few weeks, and I know there's a different variables, like the Chicago game kind of feels like an anomaly because it didn't really matter, but, uh it is disappointing to see the way that that Jefferson and uh his usage and the way that he touched the ball diminished when yep. it started to really matter.
1: Nine targets, seven receptions, 47 yards. Uh that works out to an average of 6.7 yards per catch. Right. So three weeks now. And like like Sam said in week 18, you're really not too worried about that. Um you know, you didn't really need him kind of thing. It was just, you don't need Jefferson in that moment. But the Packers game felt like he needed them for sure. And then this game as well. uh, He certainly was involved, especially early. But the inability to find him on intermediate and or deep routes is concerning. And some of that comes back to what you were just saying um, with the pressure on Cousins, right? I mean, it's, it's tough to get the ball down the field's. You know, like it takes time for that play to develop. If you're getting pressure in your lap almost instantly, then um, that makes it tough. Right. And I do know that those Giants' defensive tackles are very, very, very good. And the weak spot of this Vikings' offensive line is along the interior. Right. And that that's just true. Right. Um, even still, disappointing the way that Jefferson wasn't able to get free downfields. Um, that one moment and you know in a lot of ways i think what you're saying same is true if you haven't watched the vikings all season you kind of some hints some guesses you know you kind of think this or that maybe but then you tune in here and you in that moment you saw exactly what you thought kirk cousins was exactly even if at this point it's kind of a caricature it's not really you know a, a perfect portrait but you got exactly what you thought he was and think he is maybe um, and it kind of felt, I mean, Slayton drops that pass on that crossing route, which might have ended the game and then there's that rough from the passive call, which was not roughing the passive, you know, I, just, I mean what do you expect the D tackle to do in that moment, right, like, I mean in the one hand you're a Vikings fan, you're watching, you're saying okay, well I'll take it, but in the other hand you're saying that's insane right like that's like how how could that you know this is tackle football with grown men Yay, yeah yeah that's that's a that's a doozy of a call um so it kind of felt like these things were kind of breaking minnesota's way right i'm saying oh wow oh wow you know that's a gift that's a gift and then uh that decision on fourth and eight um but i mean okay so here's the final thought i have about it. you know with daniel jones you kind of say yeah he moved great um but you knew he was a great scrambler, and you knew that he's a great athlete, and that he moves really well. Um, and so, and that be better prepared. is Disappointing uh, if you're going into that play, you know Jefferson is going to be bracketed in double coverage. You know there's going to be someone over the top of him, and still you got to make that decision. And still you got to make and like and so if it's not Jefferson, then I know Osborne is here, and then I know the or wherever it is, I have to get this ball somewhere beyond the sticks. Have to, have to, have to. Um, I, you know, Like, I, I don't know how it can be shocking in that moment to say, you know, I didn't love um, the look of Jefferson in that moment. Yeah, of course, because he's freaking Justin Jefferson. So they're going to devote like, you know, nine of their 11 defenders to him, you know, or, you know, whatever it is, that's obviously... Um, Exaggeration, but you just know that he's going to have this gravitational pull, um, and you basically limit, like like the, all that calculus takes place before the snap even occurs. Um, like this, this is what you play for this mo- this moment kind of thing, and so it's very, very, very disappointing, I would say. And I think the word that O'Connell used, if I'm not mistaken, I think he said this a couple times. It was an abrupt end, and that's exactly right. It was very abrupt the area abrupt and uh season's done now um sam will toss it in here just uh as a curiosity i think you'll be curious about this and a lot of people will be as well um he was asked about changes in the off season i think even one of the questions didn't explicitly say you know are you going to fire ed donatel but uh you know are you considering coaching changes that kind of thing and he basically said look this is you know, fresh off the game. Uh, we're going to look at all phases. Offense needs to improve. Special teams need to improve. Events needs to improve. And I'm going to sit down with Crazy and we're going to, you know, determine what's best for the team kind of thing. So, you know, very political, diplomatic, uh, which, you know, which is right. Like you shouldn't, you just lost a heartbreaker. Don't go up there and say, Sam from North is a total idiot. You know, don't say something, you know, crazy and in the moment kind of thing. Um But that did come up right in in the press conference, and he kind of handled it in a very kind of political manner. And so we will see, I don't think neither samurai are advocating for a firing or anything like that. These are really difficult conversations and really difficult decisions. And so we'll allow the professionals to uh, decide what's best, kind of thing. But um, it is on people's minds. I know a lot of fans are thinking that some of the reporters are asking those questions. O'Connell is going to be assessing everything. And so we'll just kind of see what that means moving forward for uh, the team. But what an, an abrupt end. Yeah. As O'Connell it, said.
0: Yeah, it, it always um, shocks me. I guess if people will ask the question. I guess everyone, you're able to ask the question. I, I think there are the rare times when someone slips up and, and says something. Right. Um, I'm, right. I'm not expecting that from Kevin O'Connell. Uh, He's pretty good in his feet. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't think you're catching, uh, catching off guard. Um, Yeah. But certainly, I think, I think you speak for, for many Vikings fans just in the disappointment. And I think this is the thing is that, um, in some ways, it doesn't come down to one play. But we also talked about how, even we talked about the defense, like, you know what? They gave up a ton of yards all season long, but they did seem to come up when it mattered most. And in this situation, you needed the offense to come up uh what it matter most and, and it didn't happen. Um so mm-hmm. certainly disappointing, frustrating loss. Um uh, and at this point I think we certainly will move into off season. I think you you talked about just um I, we're not gonna sit here and, and talk about who should be fired. Um that's not really our our style but there are certainly lots to review about this team and that will come in the in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Um that that process we'll 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 have a chance to review what's happened we we even love to look back on some of our early season predictions uh yeah we need to circle back good call um Spoiler alert! I think everything we said was wrong. Um, <laughs> yes, well, collectively between the two of us, we're zero for six. I think. I think but, so. And yeah. I think, okay. I think yeah, I, I, if, if <laughs> I remember correctly, I think I might have predicted that the Vikings win a playoff game, and so I was holding a hope that maybe we could go one for six. That's um, funny. Okay. I, we'll we'll have to look back at the tapes, but but, wow. um, I think just as we wrap up here. Sure. Uh, to put a little bow in this. I think you said abrupt ending to what's been a great season. Um, yeah. If you had one word, and maybe we'll try to skew a little bit to to trying to put that optimism hat back on uh, okay. just to talk about uh, I think it's hard to maybe be optimistic about this past game because it sucks and it sucks because of how meaningful it was, but if you had to choose a word for this Viking season, as we've come to a conclusion, I know I'm really putting you on the spot here. You are. What what uh and, and maybe a word is too limiting. Um, maybe you need a, a closing statement. Uh, well, I'll tell you something. what,
1: I'll tell you what I'll do here. I'll tell you what I'll do. Because this reminds me of I doesn't pardon the interruption, Hornheiser and do if they do a what's the word segment? Yep. And they are are pretty liberal when it comes to hyphens. I think they uh, massage the English language a fair bit. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll I, I like TI yeah, quite a bit. I like both Wobon and Kornheiser. Um I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll take my cue from them and I'll say this was a gray hair turning season, gray hair turning. And that is both a negative and a positive. Um, stressful, you know what I mean? Like, you know, turns your hair gray. Um Good and bad, exciting. Holy crap! I can't believe they just pulled that off. Holy crap, that was an insane mistake. Um, gray hair turning season hyphens are in there is one word. And uh, if you got an issue, take it up with PTI.
0: Sam, do you have a do you have a word? No, I was just thinking that I was like, this is a question that this is one of those questions that I just ask you and I don't answer. Um, (laughs) Wow, what a a great co what a great co host. (laughs) My my vocabulary is is limited. Um, yeah, to, to avoid using the word fun or something, I might. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll just I'll back out of this question. But yeah, um, again, disappointing end. Been a fun season. We'll have a chance to to take a look back at all of it. Uh, we'll be back over the next couple of weeks, just breaking down different parts uh, mm-hmm. of this, and certainly we'll be checking in on on the playoffs. It certainly has been a fun playoff so far. Uh, I think we can say that fortunate to have not had the outcome that the Chargers had uh, as Vikings fans. We talked last week and a little bit about the Chargers being the, the Vikings of the AFC. Uh, yeah, man. That, that's a difficult loss, but lots of football still to be played uh, disappointing that the Vikings aren't going to be a part of it. We'll get a chance to break it down all uh, as the off season comes there's there's lots to to play for and it'll be interesting to see how the dust settles but right now just not a great feeling so we'll uh we'll wrap up there thanks everyone for listening and we'll be back uh next monday to start our end of season review take care everyone.